0: Queer Movie Night stands in solidarity with SAG-AFTRA and the WGA. If you'd like to support the cause and help performers and their families who are in need of financial help during this urgent time, you can donate to the Emergency Financial Assistance Program at sag Donate and the Entertainment Community Fund at entertainmentcommunity.org. Thank you. name's deb
1: and my name's peyton come on over because we're still waiting it's movie night and we're both gay it's hard to find a movie that way lucky for you we found a few it's queer it's movie night hi
0: Hi. welcome to queer movie night i'm deb and i'm peyton and today (laughs) (laughs) and that's all and that's it (laughs) goodbye thanks for listening
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what are we doing today, Pete? Um today we're doing the 1996 American comedy film as ne- as a uh, as Wikipedia says uh mm-hmm. The Birdcage. Um The Birdcage. Yeah, which is um a pretty big classic for uh queer audiences, but you had not seen this one before, right?
0: Wildly enough. <laughs> I know. It's one of those where I feel like people are like, you haven't seen that. Totally get it. Um, Yeah, but I do. I I do know what it is. I did. There's people moving in upstairs and they're doing a bunch of stuff. If you hear banging, which Peyton usually tells me that our mic is pretty good at that kind of stuff. Yeah, I
1: think it's the mic or Zoom, just like. Cancels out the sound
0: really well. Nice work, Zoom. Yeah. Pay us now. <laughs> <laughs> we said you have a good service. Anyway, um, but the uh, what was I saying?
1: Um, you'd never like... seen it before. Oh, but I know present. I knew
0: what it was, yeah. and I know the musical that it's based on. Yeah, La Caja. Though so I've never yeah. seen it on stage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. And it's another one of those, like, movies with, like, a with a stacked cast.
0: Super stacked, which, yeah. you know me. I love my, my cast. <laughs> so, of course, in the intro, as the intro's going and saying who's all in it, I was yeah. like, and them, and them. <laughs> <gasps> it's totally my. I was shit. like Christine Baranski, the one that got me to go. What? <laughs> and Kay watched it with me, but she missed the first like couple minutes, so she didn't know that Christine Baranski was in it. So yeah. when it's revealed that she is like halfway through the movie, Kay went what? And I was really excited <laughs> because. I didn't want to tell her I wanted it to be a surprise. We're big Christine Baranski people yeah, in this house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: She has a cute little part in this. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like uh, I don't know the musical or the play. It, it was There's also a play that came before the musical very well, but I, I feel like maybe her part might've been expanded just because of how like good she is. Yeah. It, do, it kind of, it doesn't really, but it kind of like, I feel like slows down the, The plot a little bit that they spend so much time on her um yeah yeah, i guess so um but uh let me read the summary i've started to try to write these down so that they go a little bit easier um so the birdcage uh is about armand played by um robin williams Owns a drag club called The Birdcage, which features Starina, the drag persona of his life partner, Albert, which is played by Nathan Lane. Uh, Armand's son Val wants to marry his girlfriend, Barbara, played by Callista Flockhart, whose father is a Republican senator. Barbara's parents plan a visit to to come meet Val's parents, and Val asks his father, Armand, to go back in the closet and pretend that they are a normal family for one evening. Uh, And Barbara's parents are played by Gene Hackman and Diane Wiest. Stack, 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 <laughs> stack, 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 <laughs>
0: stack, stack, stack,
1: stack. <laughs> stars across the board. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Albert wants to help with the bruise, but Armand and Val believe him to be too flamboyant to pull off playing Val's uncle. Armand enlists the help of Val's birth mother to pass her off as his wife. When Armand, when Barbara's family arrives armand and val greet them and say val's mother is running a few minutes late she is actually stuck in traffic on the way there albert appears in drag pretending to be val's mother and is able to fool barbara's parents especially her father when val's mother shows up when val's birth mother shows up she destroys the ruse and val has to come clean about what's going on and barbara's family tries to leave but there's the subplot that Uh, the senator is sort of in the scandal of like his, I guess he was the vice senator or something, which I didn't know. I guess I just don't understand politics enough, but I didn't know. I didn't know there was a vice senator. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, who, who died in the bed of like a prostitute or something. So, like, they're trying to see if he was like in on the scandal or something. But so they have to come back inside and then, uh, arm, uh, Val's family puts them in drag so that they can perform in the show and escape without any of the reporters seeing them. And this brings the two families together. And then Val and Barbara get married at the end.
0: And that was the birdcage.
1: And there you go. There's also, he's not really important to the plot, but they also have a, uh, uh, what's it called? Like a... A butler. Made butler. <laughs> yeah, played by Hank Azaria.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's um, such a timely, timely actor of that time, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what did you think of this movie?
1: First I, first impressions, first thoughts?
0: I really liked it. I see why it's a classic, or considered to be a classic. I could also see why it would blow minds in
1: 1996. Yeah. Um, Let me... I want to rem- I want to see when In and Out came out.
0: That's exactly what I was. That was about to come out of my mouth. What, <laughs> what the hell, Peyton? I was gonna. Oh, no, it came out
1: the year after.
0: Okay, I was gonna so say like. It, it reminds me of In-N-Out In and Out, and that I'm like, wow, I can't believe this was made, and like yeah. they, th- they got this many like stars to be in it because like nineties. Right. This well. And let me see. I, uh, these these were risky movies to to make.
1: I want to see when Tu Wong Fu came out too, because mm, mm-hmm. ni- the year before this, so nineteen ninety five. Fu, the bird cage and then I bet they made the bird cage because Tu Wong Fu did so well.
0: Yeah, Tu Wong Fu, yeah. the
1: Cage, and then In and Out, which totally. Robin Williams was up for Patrick Swayze's part in the Birdcage, but really, but he didn't, and I think he has. I think he has like a cameo role in the beginning of the movie. Like he gives in the too girls. Wong Fu? Yeah, I think he gives the girls that like money to buy a bus ticket or something. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, and I think they thought he was too masculine or something to play Vita. Patrick Swayze's characters, are I don't know. Patrick Swayze is pretty masculine, but
0: yeah, that's I'm I, making I'm... a face because I'm like, me. <laughs> both of those actors are extremely comparable. Yeah. <laughs> and also, not to be like sad, but I just realized both of them are gone. I know. I did. I, like when the movie started, we were like, Man, we haven't watched anything with Robin Williams in a minute. And then I I told Kay, I was like, I forget that he's gone all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of same the with same. Patrick Swayze. Um, love dirty dancing, big dirty dancing household here and ghost. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know. There's just those actors that have passed that you they're just so
1: ingrained yeah, in like
0: yeah. film and in, in like our culture, in like the movies when we were growing up that mm-hmm. you know, you forget, but I was. It, it's been a minute since I've seen something with since I've watched anything with Robin Williams. It was really nice to see him again. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was really okay. I really, really liked it. It was very good. My only qualm is that it was deeply sad to watch, and I could see why maybe it wouldn't be sad in the '90s because you're like, yeah, this is crazy hijinks. The family has to pretend to be well, straight. I was, I no, was just, just thinking that. Paper. But yeah. it was yeah. sad
1: well, I'm sure yeah, especially with like your experience and like yeah, I mean, plenty of queer people's experiences I'm sure it was de- it's obviously a movie that's made for straight people to exactly. to take in queer culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just thinking about it too because like I think in the in that time period like in the early 90s like, the relationship between liberals and conservatives was a lot more uh, friendly and like more amicable. Like, mm-hmm. obviously it's I. I mean, there's obviously been time, like times when it's it's really bad, and and I, it, I guess it fluctuates. But I feel like right now it's really really bad. And well,
0: I, f- I feel like it wasn't the same. It's just not going to be the same post Trump.
1: Yeah, it yeah. was
0: the Trump era that like made. Yeah, uh, all of that. I don't know. Yeah. So
1: I'm kind of, I'm kind of well. even surprised it like worked before that too, because this was like post the AIDS crisis and like everything with Megan yeah. and um, but um, yeah. I did just they couldn't make this, or they could make this movie now, but it would be a, a lot different. Like there would, it would have to be updated and like, I don't know. I've I felt like. When I, I think when I was, cause I saw this like when I was a kid, so it's Mm -hmm. been a long time since like I watched it for the first time. And like, I remember thinking that Nathan Lane was really funny and like, and like, it was like, oh, obviously he's not going to fool anybody and that type of thing. And like, um, Nathan Lane gives a really great performance in this film and, um, yeah, he really does. He and, acts um, the shit out
0: of this one. Yeah,
1: yeah. And um, it's funny how the movie kind of like... It is sensitive, but it also kind of plays uh, uh, Albert as a joke and and sort of like puts the joke on him. Um, and like watching it now, it really made me feel for for Nathan Lane's character, like especially in the... I couldn't remember how it ended with the son Val but it's so heartbreaking for like Val to like the whole time be disregarding this person who was their other caregiver their other parent for their whole life and like acting like they're not important and like they're a burden to them and like what they really want like that was that was really sad and really like I'm like getting emotional talking about it right now but like that was really hard to watch and it it took away from like the
0: comedy of the movie. Exactly. 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 That is exactly our problem with it. Yeah. Which I was like this, it is, it's a comedy. Sure. But like those moments of that, that was my, that was the biggest issue was how poorly they treated Albert when Albert was obviously the other parental figure from the from the time that Val was a baby. Yeah. yeah. Like he was there the entire time to the point where they are considered both, both like both parents to be both parents of Val. Yeah. And they just treat him like absolute shit and almost like gaslight him too, because they're like, why are you reacting like this? You're overreacting. Yeah. Or like make him feel feel like they were just making him feel. I don't know.
1: Unimportant. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then they, be like well there he goes being dramatic again being yeah. emotional and it's like i i would absolutely die if this happened to me i yeah. would be heartbroken but he is like the butt of the joke and at one point he does say like i'm the butt of the joke and he like says right. that but i just didn't like that everything was at the expense of him and it was like right. yes he's dramatic and i know they like said that they like made sure we knew that from the first scene that like he's yeah emotion. they established that like a very in the dramatic the movie yeah but this would be heartbreaking to happen to anyone. And exactly. I don't think even though he is a dramatic person, like none of his reactions to me with the way that he was being treated the whole movie were like dramatic. I was, yeah. they were all warranted. They weren't.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> it, that really, really bothered me. Um, I know it's probably the point too, but again, it bothered me. I will say though, out of everyone, the thing that bothered me the most was fucking Val. I yeah. hate Val. Yeah, and I'm sorry. Like, not to talk about the end right out the gate, but no, like, no. why does he go through? He makes his parents do all of this. He's so he's terrible to me, he's like the shittiest person. Yeah, that he does all that, and he's like, thank you. Or then, like, when they, he's oh my god, I can't even. Val makes me <laughs> boil. But at the end, why does all of a sudden at the very end is he like, nope, Albert's my mom. They're yeah. my parents. Yeah. You change your mind now, Val, <laughs> after everything they've done for you? Like, it's, oh, it's so hard for me because it yeah. was, because I see, I do know it's a comedy and I see why it was, but there's like this image of me of like people watching this in the theater in nine in 96, or not image of me, this like mental yeah. image that I have of people watching it in 96 and like laughing through all of this stuff yeah. of like, Albert, like, I I, I don't know. I don't know like it is it is fun like there is something that's always classically going to be funny about like a gay person trying to walk like like, like a straight man. lane yeah, yeah. yeah or like trying not to put his pinky up while yeah, he yeah. like <laughs> drank water and yeah. stuff like that is that is not like the big deal to me that's yeah. very like 90s and it you know it yeah. is what it is but it's the like i don't know the sad parts where they're obviously we Al- like especially albert in the suit Yeah. And they're just watching him like in disgust while he's like trying. And I know I don't think that part was supposed to like make me laugh necessarily, but it probably did, it made people laugh. Yeah. When it came out. And that bums me out. Yeah. That's like, this is an extremely traumatic thing to do to queer people.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And especially then when they probably spent the majority of their lives, both like Albert and. Armand, like, Mm -hmm. pretending to be the person that they aren't. Yeah. And then they make their son, who they raised in this environment, who's all of a sudden, because he wants to get married to a girl who has right-wing parents, all of a sudden, like, really cares about how they're perceived. Yeah, yeah, it
1: doesn't make any sense.
0: (laughs) It doesn't make sense to me. Like, I feel like he wouldn't care that much.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: about, About... how he's perceived or even yeah. ask his parents to do such a horrible thing. Yeah. Sorry, I went on a tangent. It just No, 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 me. it's important it really to talk about. It sad to me. Yeah. It was sad. It is sad. I did tell Kayla a couple times too that I can I feel like with this kind of story, I wonder if it's less sad on, in a Broadway musical.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I am, it's so I am
0: interested, sad, but it, yeah.
1: I am interested because I've never seen the musical. I've just heard some of the songs, mm-hmm. but I am interested to, that's like where the song I am, what I am comes from, which is yeah. like pretty big. But um, I am interested to how this movie adapted that. And like, I think this movie is already a modernization from like La Caja Fall. Cause that was like from the 1970s or something. Mm-hmm. Um and so like how it, that was updated and if it was like even worse or or, or maybe it was better for some reason um yeah. but yeah that was the, that was the tough part to watch about it and like it's interesting because i actually think that i mean obviously nathan lane has he was in the closet at the time that they made this movie and
0: i was gonna ask about that actually there is an
1: interview or he actually mentioned like an interview or something a while a little while ago i think a couple years ago about how he and robin williams went on oprah and and he told robin williams like i know she's gonna ask me i know she's gonna ask me like if i'm gay or not and i don't i don't want to say anything i don't want to tell her Oh my God, this, is, oh. It's so funny, this movie is like making me so emotional, but, um, and like he was saying how good Robin Williams was about like directing her like elsewhere and just like making jokes and stuff like that. Um, okay. That shatters but, me. <laughs> I know, I know. But, um, what I wanted to say was like, Nathan Lane gives a really great performance and I think Robin Williams gives a really good performance and they don't, even though Nathan Lane is playing like this really flamboyant character and he's supposed to be sort of over the top and we're supposed to like think it's kind of funny. It still feels like a very, both he and Robin Williams still feel like very real queer people that you would know. And like, it doesn't feel like it's even though the movie is telling us to laugh at them, it doesn't feel like they're making fun of queer people, um, which I think saves the movie a lot. Whereas like, I feel like Hank Azaria, it's a little more, more of like a mocking type of depiction of like what queer people are, which I I think Hank Azaria is great in this movie and really, really funny too. I think that's like a, a classic, um, a really well-regarded performance and, iconic performance, but it's it's still like it's different to see like Robin Williams as Armand than it is to see Henka's area. Um
0: totally. I, I I think if they were to play caricatures of what they think gay people were like that would have absolutely
1: yeah destroyed the movie. Destroyed it. Yeah. But
0: they did play it very honestly. And actually I don't I had this thought during it that this was maybe the most I don't know what the right word is tame, chill, that like I've ever seen Robin Williams. Right. And right. Robin Williams, was... like down it to earth, like, like
1: grounded. Most character. down
0: to earth. Yeah. Cause yeah. he was a character actor. I mean, I'm sure he was, oh, he was grounded in many things. I mean, he yeah. was I'm not saying this was the only thing, but it yeah, was later most, on
1: in his career when he did more serious stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it was
0: the most like calm that I've seen him. And Robin right. Williams wasn't known for having that vibe. So on one hand, you'd think like, 1996 star of a of a movie with this plot playing a gay man like robin williams who is very big and does everything at 110 percent. like he he was careful with it and yeah that it was really interesting because you, i just think like on paper i thought he would be more flamboyant that yeah. he'd be a little bit more over the top like robin williams yeah th- is yeah. but he was so like yeah just careful with it and he yeah. was subtle and he wasn't didn't play it like a caricature and yeah, even it, nathan it felt lane, real like, yeah yeah felt real and like nathan lane i don't even it's exactly what you said too i wouldn't even call nathan lane maybe in 96 straight people yeah, who didn't yeah. know any gay people would be like this is the most flamboyant like yeah, exactly. like crazy person i've ever seen but we <laughs> to me that was also like that is a person we all know right we're right And also, it does. It makes me sad that Nathan was not out at the time. But Lord am I glad though that they did actually have a gay person playing a role like that. Right, right. What? How long? How long after the movie do you know did he come out? I feel like.
1: Let me see if I can. I feel like it's been pretty recent that like Nathan Lane publicly made a statement. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't remember him
0: being out when we were growing up. Yeah. Um.
1: Okay, so this thing on Buzzfeed says yeah. that he's been out since he was twenty-one, but his film career brought, which he wasn't ready to discuss,
0: like out in his personal life, probably.
1: Yeah, out in his personal life, but not. Yeah. Like in the public eye. Yeah. Yeah. So curious.
0: It's so funny because I feel like I was like.
1: Apparently in 1999, so not not soon after. Okay. okay. Not not too long after um he came out in an interview with the advocate. Um
0: okay. <clears throat> I was gonna say that we're like doing this like classic American cult comedy. And <laughs> like this is such a sad episode. We're both just like
1: <laughs> it is, and like I know you would you would ask to do something lighter and I I really haven't seen this in so long, like since I was younger. It is light, but, like though. in my in my memory, like it's really it's really funny and it's a fun movie, but it did it did bring up these things for me that I didn't I didn't catch on to like when I was younger and watching it. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: It is those things. It is still funny. Like yeah. it's still, you know, it made us laugh a, a bunch. Like it's still funny. It's a good movie. It's funny. It's a comedy.
1: Yeah. The there's a, just, one of the- <laughs> it's
0: there's there's yeah. layers to it there's layers to it especially especially when you're watching as an as a queer person yeah. who has ever 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 felt at any point in their life that they maybe had to like dampen themselves yeah. make themselves blend in a little bit more yeah act a little bit straighter change your walk a little bit change your posture (laughs) like it's triggering it's triggering and even if it's even when it's in the bubble of a comedy it's it's hard to watch it is it It Um, was light though and i am glad you chose it because i've been intending (laughs) to watch this forever so i don't want you to think like oh no 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 i'm like sad sad just
1: Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. (laughs) Um one of the one of the most iconic scenes that people quote and like you see clips of that is really fun is um is when they're doing the rehearsal for the thing and uh and then Robin Williams is like directing the dancer Mm -hmm. and the Mothogram, Mothogram. Yeah. <laughs> Madonna, Madonna. That yeah, one comes yeah. up a lot. That's very, really
0: that whole sequence was very Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Very> <laughs>
1: Williams. Uh, yeah, that's why I brought it up because I was like, I feel like that's the biggest he is in the movie, probably. It like... is. It's the most like himself. Or yeah, like... yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny. It did make us laugh a lot. I think Nathan Lane is so funny in it. Yeah, yeah. He's so funny.
1: Yeah, the scene where the, where where he's trying to teach him how to act straight is very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I actually kind of found the scene of Robin Williams and Christine Baranski like meeting up for the first time. That was very cute. Pretty endearing too, yeah, because yeah. you could see why, like, why,
1: why they had like. Had this connection and yeah,
0: because yeah to me it like it totally Read as like best friends and I could yeah. see Like why Albert would walk in and it Would look weird but it, yeah. to me it, like seemed Like oh that's what I do and Yeah yeah <laughs> It, yeah i don't know it's do you do, do it's you like have those... it's like building up
1: your best friend it's sort of like oh, yes they sexy? just immediately start okay. singing and
0: dancing <laughs> yeah
1: yeah that's so cool i was like, i was like oh oh we get to see christine uh sing and
0: dance i know classic christine too <laughs> yeah so good i could see like if you were Again, I keep saying this, but like a straight person watching this in '96, where you're like, they're gonna get together. Is there something there? But no, I'm watching it like fully like queer icons, queer icons, besties, (laughs) just dancing together, drinking champagne, getting, getting, getting tipsy, dancing.
1: Two queens come together to maximize their play. Exactly. Uh,
0: Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's so good um uh and there is this uh interesting um side plot of like um nathan uh sorry albert and armand keep talking about these like palimony papers which i'm guessing are sort of like the legal version of being married at the time that this movie came out um yeah so that that's kind of like a sweet bittersweet Ooh. uh sort of subplot that's going on. Um and I really like that scene of when um Albert sort of like storms out and is is gonna leave and goes to the bus stop and Armand brings the palimony papers and is like, you know, it all it all belongs to you. Like everything that I have. Oh my God, <laughs> what is wrong with Ooh. me today?
0: <laughs> The <laughs> breakage really got you we were like let's choose something light i don't feel like watching something dark this week or sad
1: i don't think i've ever cried so much on the podcast um like everything i have is yours and like it does it doesn't matter i don't care like you can have half of it you can have all of it and it's just like um even even though this movie has its faults and has like is of its time you can also tell that like there were people in the creative process or, or somewhere as part of the movie that, that was, that were, um, that wanted to depict this relationship as a real one, as a real relationship with people who cared about each other. Um, and I don't think, I don't think that they actually kiss each other or anything in the movie. I I was going to say they never
0: kissed though,
1: but, but, I don't think that the, besides Val's character, I don't think that the movie, well, and even Val, I don't think ever questions the legitimate, the legitimateness of their relationship. But like mm-hmm. the movie always treats them as an actual couple and not like, yes. Um, even Christine Bransky's character is like, how is Albert? How are you both doing? Like, right. and, and, and she seems very supportive of it as well. So that's, and even yeah. even the conservative people, they don't they don't seem to question their relationship. They're just like we don't approve of it, but they seem to believe that they're in love with each other and care about yes. each other. Yeah. yeah, so that that is something that that I I do want to recognize the movie for. I guess.
0: Yeah, I think the person who. Ironically, discredits their relationship the most is their own fucking son.
1: Yeah, that's yeah.
0: <laughs> God, the guy from Enough. Did you ever get into Enough with Jennifer? No, Lopez? no. Oh, is he. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> I was a weird little kid and watched it constantly, and it's kind that's of one heavy. where she like gets like revenge or something. Yeah, because like... she's like in an abusive marriage, yeah. and it's uh, it's, it's. I think it holds up. I think it's very good. Juliette Lewis is also in it. Oh, yeah, um, Juliette Lewis. I know, and he is like a good guy in it. Oh, the okay, okay. guy also twenty my ass. He is not twenty years old, nor is yeah. Califf I didn't think Callista Flockhart was eighteen or eighteen. <laughs> I know. I was like, you could have cast a little younger or made their ages a little older. Yeah. <laughs> my ass. Um, my ass. <laughs> my ass.
1: Callista Flockhart. I love yeah. that the in the in the final scene where they all end up in drag and she's like nobody wants to dance with me all of these I'm just as pretty as any of these guys I know
0: (laughs) I know I I, the ending was kind of abrupt to me but I did like it and I liked that it wasn't like it wasn't like oh we have to have this huge conversation I think they got the point of like these families are coming together maybe they're changing the minds of the horrible right wing like Parents, yeah, moms, and um, they don't have to like sit down and have this meaningful big conversation. Like right, it happens through their actions, and it happens through, you know, the way that they filmed it. Yeah, um, and I really liked it. It is also maybe also it's a little bit triggering because all of the stuff that Kevin, the dad, says, yeah, it's like current politics right now. Yeah, yeah, like it's like this is
1: abortion and um queer queer stuff yeah yeah
0: like same-sex rights that kind of stuff like that is it's pretty jarring that that's a conversation that was being had you know yeah and we're still having it yeah we're still having it almost 30 years later
1: that reminds me something else that i wanted to comment on that i forgot to take a note about was was that um this movie sort of it doesn't, but it does a little bit leans into the um, the thing that uh, Tu Wong Fu does, where it's like, I think at the beginning, like near the beginning, they're saying like how Albert's like, I'm your mother or something like that. They're sort of like, you know, you're not a woman, right? Or that type of thing. Yes. Like, yeah. That's right. yeah. So that was, that was interesting. Like, for the most part, the movie plays it that they're two gay men that that are in a relationship, but it's interesting that there were sort of hints of like, is, is maybe Albert non-binary or does, does he identify with the more feminine identity? Um, And I feel like that's just like clumsy writing or, or just not knowing enough about what queer life is like.
0: Yeah, I noted that as well, too. Yeah. It was like right in the beginning. They are like, yeah. you're not a woman. It's like, but yeah. we don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> because it's 1996, yeah. <laughs> and you didn't know how to even remotely tackle something like that, clearly. um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm not normally, I mean, we know this by now, but I'm not normally this harsh on things that are made, especially when right. they're made right. in, in that time, because... I feel like maybe, arguably, more than a lot of other people, maybe you and I are are a little bit more lenient because we yeah. grew up with these type of things. Yeah, and we grew up with the. I don't know, but this one just, yeah, it, well, it struck I think a specific it's... chord, and I I don't want to seem like I'm being like any movie made before five years ago was bad because <laughs> it's problematic for this yeah. reason. Like, I've got my problematic faves. We all do yeah. from growing up, but it. I don't know. This one just the the yeah. subject.
1: I feel like and it's so funny that all the all three of these movies, two Wong Fu, the Bird Cage, in and out, all came out within like three years of each other. Mm. um And now we can sort of like look at them and be like, okay, so what? so this movie does this better and this movie does this worse or that sort of thing. um because I do feel like, um, I do feel like this movie is still, sort of relevatory for coming out at the time that it did
0: it and, absolutely is and
1: oh something else i wanted to say was that i love that the 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 couple is older like the queer couple yes. is older we don't get um i mean and
0: the parents yeah and and parents, parents. yeah
1: yeah i i uh, i mean we have um you know like i i can think of like um Grace and Frankie, we have like an older queer couple and, uh-huh. and that type of thing. But it's not, you don't see that a lot. Um, and it's, and I think it was especially different th- now when they made this movie. Um, and so I, I do like that we get to see an older queer couple together and in, in, in a pretty functional relationship. Um, uh, but what was I saying? Oh, but I do feel like, like. In and out, for example, does some things better. Like I feel like um, the people, I don't know. It just really is the son I think that bothers me in this movie. Yeah, that he would, that he was is kind of... raised in that household and he still sort of had like this skewed view. It doesn't make much sense.
0: And has no problem throwing Albert out. Yeah,
1: yeah, no problem. I, I wish, Actually. yeah, I wish that there was another scene or something. Where Val was like, you know, I do really care about you. You are my mother. Like, I think about you as my mother. And I'm really just scared about what, what Barbara's parents are going to think. And, like, I really do love her and I want this to make it work. Even something like that, it's yes. not the perfect thing to do. But it would have given me more reason to root for Val's character and like Val's character. if Because he really doesn't show Albert any compassion or no feeling until the very very end and it's and that's small
0: all albert shows him yeah yeah the whole time yeah it's very frustrating very very frustrating i think one scene like that would have saved the whole thing for me
1: yeah yeah
0: what still would have been frustrating but i just walked away absolutely hating him and, yeah. and feeling like why the hell should i be Glad that he got a happy ending and all yeah. of this. <laughs> like yeah, I don't definitely. give a fuck about you, <laughs> bitch. <I> hate Val. <laughs> as
1: you should, as you should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Were there any other? Uh, oh. Uh. uh this doesn't doesn't really have anything to do with what were you talking about but um I, it was funny to see angela from boy meets world have a cameo role in this movie did so you see her? random
0: yes of course i saw her and i was that's, like that's a prostitute what? oh god that whole thing that made our jaws drop by the way when they first start talking about that yeah and yeah. i was like whoa jesus christ that's pretty still, still pretty topical
1: too nowadays yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's very random, um. Uh-oh. But yeah, any other moments we want to talk about? I love. Um, I think Diane Weiss does does a really fun job in this movie. She's Diane Weist. She always will. (laughs) She always does. And
0: she always will.
1: (laughs) I love at the end when she's in drag and the guy comes up to her and is like, I've never danced with a man before. And she's
0: like, there's a first time time for (laughs) for everything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) I know. I like, I like that. They like, they really did lean into it. Yeah. Yeah. They leaned into it. (laughs) It you know, I don't. Pe- I liked it. I liked the ending. I liked yeah. that it was kind of right to the point. And I liked too that it wasn't like the moment that the the senators found out about everyone. They weren't like.
1: You're, You're disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> yeah. They were yeah,
0: just, yeah. Like, just like, what? Uh, just uh, like,
1: well, I don't understand it and we should go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but then they all danced and got yeah. out of the club all dancing to <laughs> We Are Family. <laughs> Maybe they finally got it. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If they needed a song to deliver the message strong enough, they were like, yeah, we
0: are family. Yeah, just go right for it right on the
1: nose. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of the um the Chipmunk the live out action Alvin and the Chipmunks movies also ends with we are family.
0: Yeah, that makes sense, sure. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> I also love uh, gosh, I can't remember uh Hank Azaria's uh character's name, but like when they were Albert... calling
0: him Spartacus <laughs> yeah. at
1: one point. <laughs> when Albert uh, is like, "I'm I'm leaving. I'm going to the graveyard," <laughs> and cuz is just like, "No, no, I oh didn't... yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> that was very funny. Um This is Agador. Agador apparently. Agador.
0: When his <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor shoes.
1: Oh, that, he was, didn't funny. Want to wear that shoes was funny. That was funny. He, falls, <laughs> he with his shoes. falls down when he wears shoes. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> that was very funny. Um, yeah, a lot of really sweet moments and stuff like that. But I'm glad that we talked about all the other stuff because I think it's important. And it's just like, yeah, just crazy. I We've said this so many times before, but just crazy going back to things that we saw when we were younger and then seeing how seeing things that we didn't notice before because of our life experience.
0: Yeah. Kind of a bummer when watching stuff like this. Yeah. (laughs) Probably would have liked this so much more. Yeah. Like in in the if I watched it closer to when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. But my hatred for Val really (laughs) overtook my whole experience a little bit. (laughs) But it was very good. Nathan Lane was nominated for Golden Globe for well deserved, Well-deserved. And Mike Nichols was the guy who directed and wrote it, and he is a very, very, very famous director of our time. So, nice. yeah. I mean, it was done... Oh, he did The Odd Couple. The Graduate.
1: Silkwood. Working Girl. Working Girl. from the Edge. Wow. He's
0: closer, gotta be gay, right? Closer was a... Well, he did that movie fucked me up. He did um, the miniseries Angels in America. He was it says I'm looking at him right now and he was married to Diane Sawyer. Okay. I right. <laughs> Okay.
1: Metrosexual king.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just started a rumor that Mike Nichols was by. Okay or by king. <laughs> it
1: is interesting that he did so much um, kind of queer or queer adjacent stuff. Um, yeah.
0: Okay. Our ally. <laughs> <laughs> nice, and I that I automatically assume Diane Sawyer is too because she's Diane Sawyer. <laughs> Every time I think of Diane Sawyer, I now think of well, you've never seen it because I just brought this up and totally fully believed you had or maybe you have in a long time but they talk about her and something's got to give the movie because oh, jack nicholson remember. dates her oh, like okay. or dated her when he when they were young um dated talk- diane sawyer or yes like yeah. diane sawyer <laughs> yes and he's like of something's got to give yeah, and they're like Diane Sawyer. Well, wow, that's impressive, like Diane Keaton and Frances <laughs> yeah. McDormand. And he goes, "Yeah, women like women like you love that about me, or women your age love that about me." <laughs> and then he goes, "I never understood why she ended up on a job where she didn't show her legs. She had the best pair of legs I'd ever seen." And they're they're like, "Are you kidding me?" She goes into she goes into blah 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 into war zones and blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> uh, do you want me to keep saying quoting the movie? So yeah, I absolutely, absolutely. So, when the next scene, it opens up and they're <laughs> eating seafood pasta, and they're pouring white wine. It looks very delicious. It actually always makes me want pasta and white wine when I watch it. <laughs>
1: I always, when I think of Diane Sawyer, I always think of the movie Drop Dead Gorgeous. Have you seen? Is that? she in it? No, but uh, Kirsten Dunst's character is obsessed with Diane Sawyer, oh.
0: and she wants to be
1: a news anchor like her.
0: I um, saw it one time,
1: yeah, <laughs> um,
0: a few years ago, and I laughed my ass off the entire time. It's so time. funny.
1: It's one of it's probably my it's, favorite movie. It was so. so fu- funny. I
0: need to yeah. watch it again because it was so fucking funny. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Man,
0: Diane. But Sawyer. but she's always like,
1: oh, I have the same number as Diane Sawyer. Yeah. <laughs> um. Cast. Yeah. Oh, what a good yeah. Um. All right. If there's not any other moments, let's go ahead and rate this thing okay um
0: let's rate it
1: let's rate it um so we uh here at queer movie night rate on two different scales one being the vita russo test which is a media metric which examines queer representation in uh film and media um it follows three rules one that the characters be queer identify be identifiably queer Two, that the characters have personality traits other than being queer. And three, that the queer characters being removed from the story would change the plot significantly. Um, This this one obviously passes with flying colors. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the second one is our homegrown, which is a zero to six scale based on something from the film. Um, Hmm. (laughs) Trying to think of something. Um what
0: <laughs> nothing we're just so like
1: I know something we can think of
0: <laughs> for this comedy, the birdcage <laughs> um. Uh, Maybe a heart for Val where he seems to lack one. <laughs> um thought about like wigs. I don't know. It's a little oh wigs weird. are good, yeah. yeah. Cause,
1: Cause uh she mentions her good wigs and yeah. she's gonna give Let's them all wigs. to yeah. Uh so um yeah, we'll do wigs. Uh this is a tough one.
0: It really is. Um
1: I wanna it's a zero to six. I'm gonna give it a four. Because I I do really like it. I have nostalgia for it. I do think it's really funny. I think the performances are really, really good. And I think the chemistry between um, Robin Williams and uh, Nathan Lane and just Nathan Lane's performance in particular really saves the movie. And the way that the movie legitima- legitimizes their relationship really saves it a lot for me um but i can't give it a perfect score because there is a lot of it that is a, of its time and i just think that the relationship i wanted something more for the relationship between albert and val i think it needed just a little more attention to really to really make the movie a a great one i guess
0: yes I completely agree with you. I'm going to give it a four for the exact same reason.
1: Amazing. Exact
0: same reason. (laughs) Also, I don't think that they didn't kiss. Yeah, I I
1: I know John that kiss? I know that they didn't because it was 1996. But oh wait, they yeah, kissed. Also, they kissed an in and out in 19 That's what 96.
0: I was going to say. They <laughs> Kevin Klein and Tom Selleck kissed. <laughs> Only a couple years later. Yeah. And that's a big deal. Yeah, But I know. I'm being a little bit picky,
1: but No, 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 no. I would have liked I would have liked to see a kiss too. I wonder if there was any and they just didn't make it into the yeah. film. Yeah. Because it doesn't it doesn't seem like it would be something that Robin Williams or Nathan Lane would be uncomfortable no, with. No, not at
0: all. Yeah. yeah. It had to be. Yeah. Nineteen ninety-six. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said nineteen ninety-six more than in the last 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Um, we you can follow us at queer movie night on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can uh please uh, like and subscribe. Uh, leave us a review. Let us know if there's some other queer films that we haven't covered that you want to hear us talk about. Um, you can follow me at Peyton Cody Lynch on Instagram and Twitter,
0: and me Deborah D Bag on Instagram and Deborah Duncan on Twitter.
1: And we'll be back with a new episode and some uh and some guests as well for uh in a couple weeks. So we look forward to uh talking to y'all again. <laughs> Like
0: always, we'll always come back (laughs) every two weeks, give or take. Sometimes (laughs) we play it real fast and loose here for movie night. None of you (laughs) are this is not news to anybody who's listening right now. Yeah, so
1: definitely subscribe so you see when a new episode comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye